Success is not the outcome of the situation. Success is the attitude you bring to the situation. We'll be discussing this and more as we talk about success and specifically how to define your definition of success on today's podcast episode. Welcome to For Your Success with Katie Horner, an inspiring program about overcoming the I'm too small mindset, redefining success, and growing your lifestyle business legacy without fear. Welcome back. I'm so glad that you've decided to join us today. We're talking about success and specifically how do we define success for ourselves and then find or create that success that we've defined. And so I recently heard that quote that I mentioned at the beginning of the show, success is not the outcome of the situation. Success is the attitude you bring to the situation. And I posted it on my Facebook wall and Someone answered me and said, well, what, what do you mean by that? And when we think about success being the attitude that we bring to the situation, it has to do with the idea of being, being content, enjoying the journey, enjoying the process, and um, not always tying our worth to uh, what we do and to our achievements. And so uh, I want to discuss that a little bit with you today. I've got a really, really good personal assessment that I want to share with you. And that will be in our show notes for episode 80. If you want to go and check that out, bloggingsuccessfully.com slash 80 is the link to get that. Or you can go to foryoursuccesspodcast.com and check in the show notes for that link. Now, I know some of you may be looking for some content planning or some goal setting resources. And I want to be sure and refer you back to those episodes, episode 43, 44, 45, and 46 where we were talking about planning your content, uh, filling your content calendar, using content in multiple places. As you're getting ready for the year, you may want to look into that. But the personal assessment is something that I do every year and I adjust it slightly every year, depending on the things that I've learned, things that have been helping me in my business. And so this year is new and updated and I want you to have it for free. Um, It's a 17 or 18 page guide. And In that personal assessment, you're looking at things like your goals and your dreams. You're looking at your business goals or your business achievements. You're looking at things like things that make you happy. You're looking at your family time and your faith and your fun. What do you do for hobbies and fun? You know, one of the things as our business has grown over the last few years, I just said to my husband the other day, I was like, it's almost like I'm having to relearn how to have fun, relearn how to uh, find a hobby in the meantime, because for so long we have been hustling every spare minute, working so hard to get this off the ground. And now that things are up and running and we have the luxury to be able to decide when we're going to work and when we're not, if I'm not working, I sometimes don't know what to do with myself. And this year I have taken up painting again. I love to, to paint with watercolors. And that's something that I've, I've brought back into my life in that downtime because if, I, uh, am, if it's not work time and I'm just wandering aimlessly around the house, uh, I find myself right back in my computer doing more work or doing work that is not quality work because I'm just wasting time or meandering through Facebook looking for people to answer and network with, which is not a quality use of my time. And so... Anyway, I want you to get that personal assessment. Be sure you're checking out the show notes. Be sure that you download that and go through it. I really think it's a good exercise. It's not, 
And it's a really good exercise to do with your spouse or your business partner or somebody like that that you have trust with and confidentiality with to be able to hold you accountable to some of those things. And one of the things that really keeps coming up when I do this is the question of, you know, am, am, I, am I happy now or am I thinking that setting an achievement goal is going to make me happy? And so one of the classes and, and books I've been reading lately, I found something from Wayne Dyer. And he said, if you're always setting achievement goals, you will never be happy when you reach them because you've trained yourself to want more and bigger and better. He said, you've got to be happy or content with where you are now, what you have now, how you are now, if you ever expect to be happy down the road. You bring happiness to it. You don't find it in the situation. And that's similar to the quote that we started out the the show with today. But this whole idea that every year I set bigger and better goals and then I feel bad when I don't reach them. And yet when you look back, like I am way beyond where I expected to be three years ago or five years ago or 10 years ago. And how often do I not celebrate that in in the moment? And what lessons am I missing? Because I'm always looking for more. I'm always reaching higher. I'm always wanting to go further instead. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't. It's good to set goals. It's healthy to set goals, but not at the expense of enjoying the process and enjoying the moments. And when I chose the word presence for my word of the year in 2019, that was one of the big things that I was learning is to slow down and be conscious of the moment, be present to the moment, be present to the things that were happening in my life, in my business, with my family, in my faith, with those fun times, be present to the things that were happening in the process of the big picture journey. And realizing that if I am not happy right now, like if I cannot wake up in this old 250-year-old house and be happy every morning when I wake up and see those wooden beams above my head, if I can't be happy right now with it the way it is, even though we've got salitre and stuff, you know, paint paint that needs to be redone and the floors that need to be redone and um, bathrooms that need to be finished and things, you know, if I can't be happy in the process then once it's done, I'm not going to be happy either. I'm going to always be looking for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And so having the balance there of setting the goals and not giving myself an excuse not to work hard, but to also remember that there is joy in the journey and joy in the process. Doris Kearns Goodwin is a presidential historian that I have been learning from as our family is taking a master class from her right now. And one of the things she said the other day was in regards to ambition. And she said, ambition is the desire to make the world better for others, to be remembered as having made a difference when you're gone. And, you know, I am so big on legacy and what are you doing now that's going to outlive you and what's going to make your handprint on the wall after you, what's going to live beyond you that fit right in line with that. But it also fell right in line with this whole idea of success. And she mentioned Uh, Abraham Lincoln, which we talked about in episode 79, our short episode, and his ambition to do something to be remembered by. And if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it. It's totally worth those three or four minutes. But that ambition, that whole desire to make the world a better place for other people, that's where we need to be connected to our goals. While in the moment, we are content with what the Lord has given us now and, and happy with our blessings that we have now, not always 
envious or um, consciously desiring more and more and more just for more sake, or we're never going to be satisfied. Um, and I think, too, as a believer, that whole idea of, of never being satisfied, of always feeling like we're missing something or that there's more out there, some of that, I think, comes back to the spiritual side of our beings. When sin entered the world, it put a God-sized hole in everybody's heart. And that is only going to be filled with Jesus Christ, with his salvation, with his forgiveness, and with that home in heaven. I don't think we're ever going to feel completely complete until we get to heaven. And yet, that doesn't mean that we're not to be satisfied with the blessings that he's given us now. And so taking all of that into consideration, I know that's a, a lot to throw at you today, but this is the perfect time for that personal assessment, personal evaluation to figure out what is it that you're believing right now that is directing your steps, that is defining your actions and your goals as you start setting your goals for this year. And I wanted to share with you, you know, success, success looks different for everyone. And you as a person, as a business owner, need to define success for yourself. What does success look like for you? Because success for you may be totally different than success for your friend or for another blogger or for another business owner or for a family member. Success for you, you've got to decide what is what does it mean to be successful and then how am I gonna get there? Don't let the world define it for you. Don't let your bank account define it for you. I love the quote from um, the, the owner of Pre-K Pages that she said, success is not the amount of money in the bank, it's the amount of impact you can have. And Stu McLaren says that often as well, that, that it's not about the money that we make, it's about what the money makes possible, right? And so success for me and my husband, we wrote this down back, I don't know, six or seven years ago now, and we we're just getting into business and we needed to have that you know, star to align ourselves by. We wrote out our, our definition of success and it hasn't changed through the years, it still remains the same. Success for us is a family who knows the Lord, loves the Lord, serves the Lord with joy, a ministry that brings others to God and teaches them how to know him and grow in their relationship with him and with each other, and a business that makes enough profit to support the family and ministry as we do that. That's our definition of success. And you'll notice there is there are no numbers tied to that. Now, with our vision and mission, then we do get into a few more numbers there in terms of how many people we want to impact in how much time and things like that. But in, in terms of our definition of success, we are successful. We are doing exactly that right now. We are teaching our children to love the Lord and to serve him with joy. We have a ministry that is teaching other people around the world skills. Yes. Homeschool. Yes. Business skills. Yes. But we're also teaching them to know God in the process. And we also have a business that's making enough profit to support our family and is doing more and more and more of that as the business grows. And so I could say right now, we are successful according to that definition of success. Now, I may not be successful according to your definition or according to a, you know, Entrepreneur Magazine's definition, but success is something you must define. And then you must be diligent to defend your own definition of success and not succumb to that comparison that says, I'm not good enough, or I'm not this, or I'm not that, because I don't meet so-and-so's definition. You decide between you and God, what does success look like for you? And then you live up to that. And again, that is part of enjoying the process, enjoying the journey, being full of joy in the moment, even as you're learning and growing and building your business and reaching for those, 
those goals of your mission and vision and your quarterly goals or your long-term goals, all of that falls in line when you know what that success definition is for you and you know what it is that you're working towards and reaching for. And so as you're going through that personal assessment, and again, I highly recommend that you go and download that free gift. It's an amazing self-evaluation for you to do. And you know, it asks you to answer questions like, what's that one obstacle that you would say is holding you back from pursuing your dreams? What is one bucket list item that you want to accomplish this year? What's the first step that you need to take to accomplish that? What personality trait is the biggest hindrance to you? in chasing your dreams and goals. Um, What hobby do you have? What do you do for fun? Rate your personal character. Rate your personal fitness level. Yeah, it goes into fitness. It talks about that too, right? Um, It talks about your faith. You're committed to your faith because why, right? Why is it important to you to bring faith into your business? What about your family? If you only had the one chance to teach your children this lesson, what would it be? Things like this. And once you're done with that evaluation, then it's going to help you to align your goals for this next year or for this next quarter into something that is more practical and more in alignment with what it is that you're believing and the definition of success that you're trying to fulfill for yourself. And remember, you don't have to do this in your own strength, right? First Thessalonians 5.24, faithful is he that calls you who also will do it. He doesn't say in your personal life. He doesn't tack on any qualifier right there, right? Whatever he's called you to, say, be it in your personal life, in your marriage, in your family, in your parenting, in your business, in your relationships, in your business relationships or partnerships or um, with your shareholders, whatever it is that he has asked you to do, he says, I've called you to this. I will do it through you, okay? So go and grab that personal assessment. It's going to be at bloggingsuccessfully.com forward slash 80, or you can go to the show notes from today and find the link there. I really want you to get that evaluation and go through it. Uh, We do what we do and we say what we say because we think what we think. And we think what we think because we believe what we believe about God and his word and ourselves. That's a quote from Ken Collier. But if we never take time to stop and consciously process what it is that we're believing about ourselves, about God, about his word, about success, and about our business, if we don't take time to process that, we're never going to be able to align our thinking with the truth and what the true goals should be. And so in 2020, I wish you much success. I hope that you will know God and the peace that comes from knowing him, that you will have his wisdom to lead your family and your business in his ways this year and make an impact even greater than you can imagine and put down on that goal sheet this year. I would love for you to get in touch, leave us a review, let us know what you think of this podcast and the things that that we've been talking about here over the last few weeks, leaving, leaving a legacy and being successful as you define success. And then Um, If you would like to join us for our Doing Business with God class, that is opening again. Registration is open through January 13th, and we would love to have you join us for that Bible study plus business coaching experience. You've got to go check it out, read the reviews, um, see what it's all about, and you can find that at bloggingsuccessfully.com slash courses, and we will have a link in the show notes for that as well. Thank you so much for being part of our audience. I appreciate you. I'm so thankful to have you with us in the new year, and I wish you a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful 2020.
Thanks for listening to the For Your Success podcast with Katie Horner, presented by bloggingsuccessfully.com. For show notes and links to the resources mentioned in today's episode, visit www.foryoursuccesspodcast.com. You've been so caught up in figuring out how to market your business the quote right way, you found yourself overwhelmed and your dream a little muddied. What if a simple mindset reset could help you realign your vision, refine your expectations, and revive that dream for your business? I'm Katie Horner, author of The Flamingo Advantage, and for two decades, I've been teaching business owners just like you how to make your business and marketing decisions with faith, with clarity, and with purpose, empowering God's people to live out their best worship through the business. My framework teaches how to realign your mindset and your business practices with God's Word so that you no longer operate in fear or lack of criticism, but in confidence and powerful intention. I'd love to invite you to grab a free copy of my book, Just Pay Shipping, at freeflamingobook.com. You, my friend, have an advantage, and your uniqueness helps you live out God's purpose for you in the world. freeflamingobook.com.